This is Lorraine Ball. This is Jerry Jewett. And today we're going to talk about advertising. Anytime now, jump in, say something. Oh. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> That's right. definitely talking about. So, um, uh, yeah, what uh, one, one might be, you know, uh, maybe a comeback on, you know, but we don't, we don't do advertising oh. for clients. Okay, yeah, cool. cool. All right, so gotcha. This is Lorraine Ball. This is Jared Jewett. And today we're going to talk about advertising, which is really interesting because here at the Peg, we don't actually do online advertising for our clients. Absolutely, but. Online advertising is so integrated with everything that we are doing for our clients that we really want people to at least know a little bit about it. We obviously have to know a little bit about it. Right, especially if we're going to be kind of guiding their marketing strategy. Online advertising plays a huge role in that. It's just a matter that we don't do it ourselves. Absolutely. But we think people should know the basics. So let's start with some basic vocabulary. If people are going to consider jumping into online advertising, what are some of the phrases they're going to hear, some of the words that they should be familiar with? Right, well you said it right there, phrases and words. Those are the number one things that you need to know when you're kind of wading into online advertising. So you have to know uh, what kind of keywords and key phrases that your clients and customers are actually searching for online, so your online advertising should show up in their results. And Really and truly, the keywords and phrases that you use in advertising are exactly the same keywords right. and phrases you're going to be using as you're creating content to attract search engines through organic search. Right. So this is not an isolated activity. And just like in content development, you should have kind of those several groups of specific key phrases you're going after. Mm -hmm. uh, on the same topic, let's, let's kind of move that over to the social realm. So when we're talking about keywords and key phrases in online advertising, the equivalent in social are really sponsored and promoted posts and tweets uh, that, that are the sort of messaging that you want to send to the exact types of people that you think are searching for those kind of things, not on search engines, but on uh, social. And the difference, and my favorite difference between like Google AdWords and Yellow Pages and Yelp, which is in the one category, right. which I really think is advertising, right. um, Social is really, if it's done well, it works best when it's more of an infomercial. When you're taking your standard content, a blog post, a seminar promotion, a, a link to something of interest, and you're spending some money to promote it, to make it more prominent in people's news feeds. Right, and you have to be absolutely aware of the content and the messaging uh, within those promo posts because you're absolutely right. I mean, they really are little tiny infomercials. They aren't necessarily, you know, a hundred words of an online advertisement that people maybe just read the text of. It's actually a big picture. It's actually a message. It's it's a link. Um, but 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 there is some equivalency between uh, that and what happens in online advertising. Well, I think um, like both LinkedIn and Facebook give you the option. You can spend money to put an ad in the sidebar, mm -hmm. or you can spend your money to. Um, simply promote and goose your standard status updates. And what we're seeing is that time and time again, you're going to get more juice in social platforms for promoted content than you are those sidebar advertising, which everybody ignores. Yeah, absolutely. So if we're on the topic of spending your money wisely, let's talk about PPC or pay-per-click. Uh, pay-per-click is an ad revenue system where you only pay the advertising platform for the number of clicks on your actual ad that you get. 
So as a small business, this is a huge benefit because you can put an ad or a promoted or a promoted tweet or a sponsored link. You can put that in the newsfeed. People may see it. You get the benefit of impressions without actually spending the money until you motivate someone to action. Um, typically, in Google, about 5% of the people who see your ad, if you're lucky, are going to click through. Right. So you can get in front of a lot of people without spending a lot of money. So yeah, and, and it's, you're going right into the next one, which is awesome. So now that we're talking about measuring successfully uh, your online advertising campaigns, let's talk a little bit about click-through rates, right? So a click-through rate is just a measurement of the number of people who actually click your ad uh, compared to the number of people who actually see the ad. Now, if you are in a category where one click is, is very expensive and you're trying to manage your budget, that can be a challenge. Um, we have a client where the average cost per click maybe is 7 or $8. And he's trying to keep his budget at 10 or $15 a day. That means if he gets his two clicks early in the day, his ad is gone for the rest of the day. Um, so if you're in that kind of a competitive uh, category where cost per click is high, you might want to think about advertising, running your ads every other day. You'll right. still spend the same amount of money at the end of the month, but you'll have more visibility on the days that you have money to spend. Right. So we kind of skipped over talking about impressions, but I think if we talk about it, it'll, it'll wrap up uh, kind of why PPC and measuring click-through rate is really important, especially for small business. So an impression is literally just any time a set of eyeballs has the opportunity to see your ad. Not necessarily if they click it, not necessarily if they engage with it in any way. And, and so it's interesting because there are models where you can pay on impression. But uh, So what are your thoughts maybe on, on, on pay per impression versus paying for clicks? Yeah. I tend to be a little bit more bottom line. And I mean, I grew up in the age of television advertising and newspaper advertising where you were always talking about the number of impressions. Right. But the truth is that you're not motivating people. You're not motivating people to action and you're also not necessarily demonstrating that the people you're making an impression on actually care. Absolutely. So I can get, uh, especially with Google, if I put your ad on search networks, I can get you thousands and thousands and thousands of unqualified mm -hmm. impressions. Yeah. And you can spend money and lots of people will see your ad, but there is no guarantee that even a single one of those people is relevant. Right. So I tend to prefer um, the pay-per-click, and I've actually done tests on a couple of platforms, and it varies, but the one I've been watching most recently is LinkedIn. I pay per click, but I'm watching my impressions, mm -hmm. and then I've gone back and compared. If I had paid to get a thousand impressions, it would have cost me $25. Paying for 10 clicks, I actually got in excess of oh. those number of impressions. Interesting. So, you, so yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. 
See, I, I certainly believe there's there's a budgetary threshold where impressions really are important, especially if you're in the right kind of kind of market. Because I worked in insurance for a while, and it was important. It was worth our marketing budget just to be part of the noise. I mean, it truly was, and just to have that visibility. But I think for small business owners, their products most often are so niche that that paying per clicks is really where you where you can get the most value. Well, so here's a um, couple of things on that impression. I've seen some research that says that if your ad appears in the ad column like on Google, but it also your right. um, content appears in the organic, I will see the ad and click on the organic. So that ad gives credibility to your other content. Right. If you've got the budget for it, that's wonderful. The other place where I may contradict myself a little bit is on LinkedIn. I can really, really niche who I'm targeting to. I can identify five, five companies and just have my ads display when the executive directors and vice presidents wow. of those companies log on to LinkedIn. And no one else will see the ad. In so that, that in that instance, I totally would pay for impressions because I know I'm getting my message in front of just who I want. Wow! Yeah, that, I didn't realize that pro programs that robust. Yes, and that's that is unique to LinkedIn. While Facebook will allow you to do it on demographics, um, yeah. it's a little bit less precise, particularly if you're looking for business. I know if you guys are listening, we had Muhammad on last week, and one of the things he always likes to talk about is the fact that Facebook, though, can, can drill down to those demographics and pay per click for people who maybe live in Indianapolis, own a blue car, you know, like eating peanut butter jelly sandwiches on a Wednesday afternoon. And, and to drill down, if you know your clients that well, especially if you're a small business with a really niche product, I mean, it's worth your time and your money to be right there in front of those people. Absolutely. So that, I mean, and, and that really kind of brings me to what I really want to be talking about is how do you figure out where you want to advertise and, and which type of internet advertising is right for a particular business? Right. A couple and of thoughts on where to start? I, I think we talked about it a, a little bit before, but you need to recognize the, kind of the size of your business and where you fall within the marketplace, where your voice needs to fall. So, I mean, for instance, if you're offering some sort of occasional service, uh, like a funeral house or an auto repair shop, it's probably okay to be on a platform like Google, where people are searching either on mobile or on their desktops for a keyword like auto repair in Indianapolis. And I think, I think um, auto repair and funeral homes are a little bit different in that um, a funeral home purchase, uh, cremation, funeral, these are really occasional. You yeah. know, you're, you're not burying, hopefully, that many, <laughs> yeah. that many family members. And so you've got a situation where um, people don't, don't know a lot about your product or service. It's not like they know someone. So in those instances, they are very likely to go to search. Um, auto repair, I think, kind of crosses over a little bit, sure. where there's certainly some search, but that's also an industry where everybody know everybody knows somebody. Sure, yeah. And so there, I like for products like that, I like Yelp. 
and I like yeah. Google because of the reviews. Right, Google and Yelp both offer fantastic review sites. Bing even has a pretty decent reviews platform. Um, and one of the things we always tell clients is if you're there and you're advertising there, you can actually drive people even to your reviews page because the Google search bots actually like knowing that other human beings like your service. So it, it's worth your time to invest in, in review. Uh, part of your side too. I think another category where it really makes sense kind of going down that people don't know where to turn, yeah. if your product or service is something that is really niche, um, you sell repair parts for um, some obscure product. Rebecca was looking for a cable for the camera that we use to pro project our slide programs. We have presentations here and it's an old projector. So looking for those niche repair parts and obscure items, AdWords makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and usually you can afford to be uh, to be paying money for advertisement on those niche products because maybe if you only ever sell five of them, five people are only ever looking for them, so they've clicked your ad five times and you've made your revenue on each one of those sales. Yeah, you're not going to have a lot of people who are um, looking for something totally different, right. and odds are it's not very competitive. It's not like yeah. trying to sell business phone systems and compete against AT&T right. for the top ad Right. So let's, let's shift gears a little bit. Let's talk about uh, the kind of organizations that could benefit from advertising like on Facebook, right? I think one of my favorite examples are, are restaurants or uh, I think nightclubs, right, who have scheduled events and actually need kind of a ticker tape newsreel kind of place to be to advertise their scheduled events. And I think those kind of venues, anything that ties to social interaction, right. plays well on Facebook. Absolutely, because people are going there to talk about your events, so why not put your events right in front of them and, and pay to do it, but you're getting those people in the door regardless. Absolutely. Um, I think also when you have products where people are likely to come back for more and you want to have those interactions with them and create that relationship. Um, my hairstylist is not on Facebook, but she should be. Yeah. Um, because she could reach out and send reminders. Um, she could show photographs of her latest hairstyles and promote them. It really is a visual medium. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess one other category is um, when you've got a high-priced product, and this is kind of old-school advertising. Um, it's this idea of selling million-dollar pencils on a street corner. You only have to sure. sell one. But if you have a high-priced product, you can afford to spend a lot on AdWords because you only have to make one sale to pay off an entire year's budget. Sure. I feel like you're getting legal services with this one, right? Yeah. This yeah. is... Um, and uh, personal injury attorneys, sure. criminal attorney. well, criminal attorneys, yeah, I think criminal attorneys. Um, uh, you're in a situation where hopefully people won't be right. in that situation often. Yeah. They don't know who to turn to. They're going to do a search, and they're going to make a decision right then. So for those guys talking about social, you know, let's talk about how there really is a different level of professionalism with having your ads on a place like LinkedIn versus Facebook for something like a personal injury lawyer. I mean, that's a huge deal, right? I mean, yeah, but I don't because you don't want to be on Facebook. Well, right? you're not. Uh, no, but I, I almost, I really struggle with um, attorneys trying to promote 
their services on social only because yeah. if I've been in a car accident, I'm not getting on LinkedIn looking for help. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> sure. um, if I'm sitting in a jail cell because I've been um, arrested for DUI, um, yeah. again, I'm not thinking, man, let me fire up my LinkedIn and see who I know. Sure, interesting. You know, those are categories where um, where I think attorneys should be on LinkedIn and advertising on LinkedIn is if their practices are driven by other attorneys. Right, absolutely. If you are getting your referrals from peers, yep. you want to be presenting yourself as a subject matter expert. Right. In that category, I would suggest that an attorney write a blog post and use sponsored posts absolutely. in his newsfeed and target it at other lawyers. Because then you grow your network, and to your network, you look like uh, the subject matter, matter expert on what you're talking about. So, I think you've nailed the, the idea there that any platform can almost work for any business if you really stop and think about who's buying, yeah. where are they buying, and how can I use this tool to sort of create that impression. Uh, See, don't you love that I can edit cool. this it's stuff? It's so out? nice. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, where do you want to move to now? Um, I mean, no, are, are we good? I think we're. Because uh, yeah, I mean, that was a good subject. Yeah, seven. We were seventeen minutes. Um, that was good stuff. Uh, is so, it kind of, you know what I mean? Because is it awkward to just move into now? Uh, so, so what I would say is, if you want to roll to, um, you know, we can talk about this uh, indefinitely, but maybe. Uh, you know, drive people to the um, white paper. Yeah, sure. Yeah, cool. All right, so I said whatever I said, and... Why did I make me actually think? <laughs> okay, well, now that we've talked about kind of all those places that you want to be, uh, if people want to learn how to maybe build a budget for the, these tools and these platforms once they figured out where they want to be. I mean, we have a resource for them, right? We've got a couple of resources. We've got a brand new white paper on online advertising that covers in more details a lot of the things we've talked about. And we also have a marketing budget worksheet. Hmm. And both of those will be available with links from the iTunes description and morethanafewwords.com. Mm -hmm. So, we hope you've enjoyed today's program. If you've got topics that you'd like to see Jared and I take on, send us a note uh, via Twitter at Roundpick or post it on today's podcast. Thank you. It always feels weird to you that there's no wrap-up, but there actually... Yeah, I know, isn't it? Well, that, <laughs> that's so because... <laughs>